Welcome to Brand by Design, formerly the HD CEO Psyche podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. In a world of imitations, I am a certified BG5 business consultant, BG5 business cycle specialist, BG5 profit potential student, and holistic analyst student at the International Human Design School Differentiation Degree Program. I'm a brand strategist for business thought leaders, coaches, and authors who want to create an impact with their ideas and build a highly profitable, personally fulfilling business. Join me to learn more about how to leverage your unique expertise to make more money being you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast a fully rebranded podcast. The HD CEO Psyche podcast is now brand by design, which is following suit with an entire redesign of the business. If you have been following me on Instagram, you know the positioning of the business is now brand by design and creating marketing and copy that is in alignment with your design. So I'm really excited about this shift right in alignment with this shift is the launch of Branded by Design, my three-month mastermind, which I cannot wait to tell you guys more about over the coming, I think we have 21 days until it starts. This mastermind is really taking a revolutionary group of leaders on a journey to refining their brand message, showing up more authentically and increasing visibility with the right people. That's what it's all about, with the right people so that you can become a rock star in your niche, get your message heard and make more bank your way. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys about Branded by Design, which coincides with the complete rebranding of the business. And if you want to learn more, I'll actually drop the link in the show notes so you can check out Branded by Design if you're looking for a high-level mastermind, three-month mastermind to join. Now, with kicking both of those off, I also want to come in here with you today and chat about stopping the scroll of 70% of your audience. So this is a copywriting episode today where I'm going to challenge you to get out of your lens of the world and your aura and put yourself in the shoes of the generator because 70% of the world and likely the majority of your audience, unless you are targeting only one design specifically, the majority of your audience is going to be generators. So how do we stop the scroll of that sacral in an aligned and authentic way? This actually came up and was a point of interest for me in my most recent workshop. If you're new here, I have a workshop series called You Are The Brand, and each month we have a new topic. In June, it was copy that sells by design. And something I was noticing as we went through the workshop was people were saying, but this works for me personally. This is what I like to do. And it would be through, say, a manifestor aura. Now, the first thing we want to keep in mind is, as Ross said, and as I learned at the International Human Design School, once you understand type and the aura that comes with the type, you understand the next step. And for me, what that next step of what I want to teach you is how to market in an authentic way to the different types. So once we understand type, once we understand the aura of each type, then we can understand 
how to market and sell authentically and conversationally to those beings, to those auras. So if we look at the manifestor aura, that's a closed repelling aura who, one, if you are a manifestor, you're not sampling other people's auras and they're not sampling yours. So what might work for you is not going to work for a vast majority of your audience. And this is a conversation we need to have where we are getting out of our aura, out of our lens of the world, and looking at how can I market to the different designs and different types. Now, this will be something we are discussing in Branded by Design. I have month three, each month has a different theme. Month one is going to be powerful positioning, where we're looking at positioning yourself through your profile. We're looking at identifying your niche based on your design. We're uncovering your purpose based on your link nodes using BG5, your values, your vision, your mission, your unique selling proposition. All of that is going to be done in month one of Branded by Design. In month two, we're looking at aligned products and pathways that are taking into account the transitioning times of moving from the cross of planning to the cross of the sleeping phoenix. And in month three, we're looking at profit potential, and that is selling through your openness, mapping your keys to cash, which also means we need to step you out of your aura and look at how can we create powerful copy that converts authentically with different designs, with different types, with people that are experiencing the world in a very different way. So that's going to be a big conversation. This topic of the podcast is going to be a big conversation in month three of Branded by Design. Now, the first thing we want to look at when we're thinking of stopping the scroll of 70% of your audience, the first thing that came up in Copy That Sells by Design, which was my workshop, my June workshop, you can snag that for $55 on my website. I can also put a link for that below, is one, catching their attention with yes, no hooks and headlines at the start of your content. Here's the thing I want you to keep in mind. We do not, I'm saying we because I am a generator sacral authority, we do not respond to open-ended questions. So a manifestor aura might be a little bit more inclined to desire to put an open-ended question or just a statement at the beginning of a live, at the beginning of an email, or at the beginning of maybe your content on your favorite social media platform. I tend to leverage Instagram more than any other platform. I think it's fun and it really suits my personality a lot more than other platforms. So I personally leverage Instagram. Catch the generator's attention with a yes, no hook. Now that yes, no hook is not going to just gloss over the other designs. It can catch the inspiration and attention of the manifester. It can be that invitation for the projector and it can create that emotional connection with the reflector. But we really want to look at how can we create yes, no headlines or hooks at the start of your content. And it's as simple as shifting a statement into a question. So when I teach copy hacks and higher conversion hooks, typically they tend to be in a statement that I then help my clients refine based on their design and based on who they're speaking to within their offer or within their copywriting. So for example, you could be saying five quick ways to add another 10K reoccurring income to your business so that you can trade the hamster wheel for playing with your kids. That's a statement. And I find manifestors are more likely to lean towards wanting to put a statement. Again, a generator or manifesting generator is not going to be able to respond yes or no to a statement. 
And I'm going to say that again. The statement may be five quick ways to add another 10K of reoccurring income in your business so that you can trade the hamster wheel for playing with your kids. What we can do to very easily shift this into a yes, no, is are you ready for five quick and simple ways to add an additional 10K of reoccurring income into your business so that you can toss the hamster wheel and have more freedom to spend time with your kids? That's going to be a yes or a no for your audience. That is a very clear yes or no that's going to grab the attention of your sacral being clients, of your generators and manifesting generators. Another way that we can look at this is, say, a statement from copy hacks that I give my clients that we refine is how to get 10 new one-on-one clients in 30 days. How we can shift that into a yes, no question to catch the attention of the generators in your audience is, are you ready for a simple way to add 10 new one-on-one clients to your business in under 30 days? Can you see it? Are you ready? Hell yes, I'm ready. I want to add 10 new clients into my business in under 30 days. And of course, we can refine this even further based on something like profile. That's what we're looking at in Branded by Design in month one, powerful positioning. How can we align you, especially to your profile, not just in your brand, but in your messaging, so in a way it lands. However, in this episode, I want to talk more specifically about type. In Copy That Sells by Design, my workshop for $55, you can learn more about profile lines. That's the lens I took for that workshop. It's about a three-hour workshop. But number one, I want you to write this down. Make sure you're taking these tips because it's going to transform your business if you allow it. Anything I create for you guys, social media content, podcast episodes, live videos, my goal is to give you actionable steps that you can apply immediately for results. So your number one step is catching people's attention with yes, no hooks or headlines at the start of your content. Now, you don't need to go balls to the walls and everything you create is this yes, no hook. However, I would be bringing it in more often than not in your business, especially if you're looking to gain authority and build your audience. Number two in your content. Now, I want to back up one step. We're going to talk about something a little bit later in this episode about different ways the sacral can respond yes, no. So there's going to be almost a two part to this episode. All right. (laughs) Just follow me here. Number two, show us how you help us stop quitting and use our energy correctly in your marketing and in your content. Now, here's a big misperception. A lot of people think because something's defined in you, it means you're using that correctly. And this is where a lot of people get muddled up a bit in their design. They say, well, I have a defined G center or defined sacral, so I'm using it correctly. And that's not the case. If it's defined and you are using it correctly, it's a healthy state. If it's defined and you are using it incorrectly, it is an unhealthy state. If it's open or undefined and you are using it incorrectly, it is the not self because you are taking energy in, information in, and identifying with it. Therefore, it is not you. All right. I hope that makes sense. So when we're looking at the generators and the manifesting generators in your audience who are called the builders and express builders in BG5, they are the great quitters. Ra who called sacral beings the great quitters because they get into the wrong things and then they quit. So what we're looking for 
in terms of marketing that's going to catch our attention is someone that's showing us how we can stop quitting, how we can use our energy correctly. And this is something that is always going to be a high converter for me personally, especially if it's a projector. If someone in their copy and marketing is showing me and being blunt about how they're going to help me stop quitting because they are the expert in blank, how they're going to help me use my energy correctly because they are the expert in blank, I'm basically sold. I will throw money at you (laughs) because I am very aware that as a generator, I will get into things that I never had the energy for in the first place, but I thought based on my not self that I should need have to, and then I quit. Whereas hiring someone that in their marketing and copy is displaying and demonstrating how they help me use my energy correctly, it's like moths to a light. I mean, it's truly irresistible for the generators. So looking at how can you show us how we stop quitting and use our energy correctly. And of course, when we're selling through our openness, there's different ways you can frame that. That'll be month three in Branded by Design is selling through your openness, increasing profit potential in an aligned way. So that might be through giving us clarity through your undefined solar plexus, clarity on how to use our energy correctly in business and create cash on demand through podcast funnels, for example, right? I'm just pulling this out of thin air. I don't do podcasts with a script. So I'm just pulling that out of thin air. Show me, for example, if you do podcast funnels, you help people create podcast funnels. Well, how is that going to give me clarity on why my programs are not selling just sitting on my website? And how is it going to help me use my energy correctly and stop quitting and creating new shit when I can just repurpose my old shit and make money on demand? That's huge. That would be a big seller for me. I'm also big on yes to any kind of copy or marketing that is talking to strategy or structure and business in the lens of and from the perspective of using energy correctly. That really hits my sacral. So we remember, generators and MGs are the great quitters because we get into the wrong things. So how can your brand and marketing very clearly communicate that you help people use their energy correctly? You don't have to say it in those words, of course. And again, based on your openness, there's different ways we can frame it in your copywriting. However, I want you to start looking at this in your copy, especially if you are a projector. You're literally here to help people use their energy correctly through asking the right questions, through your mastery. Manifestors, you are innovating solutions for people. Innovate ways for us to use our energy properly. Reflectors, you're here to see the big picture and provide those solutions. Look at that big picture for us and provide out-of-the-box solutions, especially if you're a fifth line. So looking at that will be your number two point in your marketing and your copy. And again, it's like moths to a flame for generators because we know we quit. That's not a secret to us. We are very aware that we get into the wrong things and we quit. And that's probably also a shame point for us. That's, you know, for I can speak for myself as a generator. That's been something that I've carried around as almost a burden my whole life. I'm very aware that I would get into things incorrectly and then know it was wrong because I wasn't following at the time I would call it my intuition and then quit. So I've always sought out people that help me get into things properly, use my energy properly and stop quitting. Number three main point in how do you skyrocket your sales and create copy that stops the scroll for your generators and manifesting generators is help us see the bigger picture. Help us see the bigger picture. The generators and the manifesting generators One, our aura is turned in. It's who am I? 
And a lot of people don't keep that in mind when they're speaking to generators and manifesting generators. Our existential question is, who am I? So our aura is turned in. And as well, we can sometimes get so caught up in that sacral yes that we get stuck in the moment and we're not actually seeing the bigger picture. So help provide solutions and create offers that help us use our energy properly and see the bigger picture. That's going to be something that's going to be gold for stopping the scroll for the generators and manifesting generators. Now, if you can incorporate a yes, no hook while you're helping us see the bigger picture and while you're helping us not quit, I mean, that's just gold right there. That's money making gold. I would say the number one thing, if you did nothing else today, when you were speaking to 70% of your audience, create hooks, get more yes, no hooks in your content, especially guys, I just talked about this on Instagram stories, especially the start of your lives. You want a generator or manifesting generator to scroll on by your live, sit there and stare at the camera and say, I'm just waiting for people to hop on. Sit there and play with your keyboard or play with shit around you while people are scrolling through their feed or clicking through the little bubbles on their Instagram and happen to land on your live. It is so critical that we are seeing the start of our content, especially, but for everyone, but especially for the sacral beings as the hottest real estate in town. Like the get your hands on it fast real estate in town because everyone wants that spot. We want you to leverage the first three seconds in a powerful way in your videos. You have about three seconds on sales pages, your written content, your live video to stop the scroll. How can you use that first three seconds as hot real estate and catch people's attention? And one of the things I want you to keep in mind as well when you're creating your content or especially when you're going live, which if you're new to me and you're just catching the podcast, make sure you head over to Instagram because today, which is June 12th, I did an hour live over there about the power of live video on a live video, of course. However, what I wanted to say about that here is you are not just speaking to the people that already know you and love you in your audience. You don't necessarily have to hook the people that are going to see that bubble go up on your Instagram and be like, holy shit, that person is live. I have to go over because they are just a cat's pajamas and I have to hang out with them on a live. You don't really need to hook those people. They already know you. They already love you. We're hooking the people that don't know you. We're hooking the people that find you in the search bar, that find you in a hashtag, that are scrolling Instagram and somehow you come up on the suggested page or you come up in the feed suggested to them. Those are the people we want to hook. And those are the people that are scrolling their ass on by because you're dicking around with your keyboard or your phone or something during that hot real estate. So really looking at how can I leverage the yes, no hooks at the beginning of my lives as well that are going to catch everyone's attention, but particularly 70% of the audience. That generator is only stopping for a yes, which also... I want you to write this down, requires that you know your audience. If generators are only stopping for a yes, that requires that you know your audience and you know what's going to stop the scroll for them. So that's something else that you want to keep in mind. All right, part two of this podcast episode, I want to look at three ways to stop the scroll of generators that has nothing to do with your hook, that has nothing to do with 
helping us to stop quitting and use our energy properly and has nothing to do with helping us see the bigger picture. I want to look specifically at really how the sacral works and how we can leverage that in your brand to stop the scroll. So something that we want to keep in mind with the sacral is it's responding every moment of every day. That's where I really get, you know, pulling my hair out, my eyes bleed when generators say, I have nothing to respond to. You are literally responding every moment of every day. So you are always responding. What that means for your marketing and what that means for your copy is there's a lot of ways we can stop the scroll of generators that has nothing to do with your hook. And this is something, let's use an analogy. Okay. There's a lot of markets around here. And one of my favorite places when I lived in Australia was this market down by the beach. Now, say there's three jewelry shops that are one after another in this market. You're walking down the market, beautiful day on the beach, the ocean air in your hair, <laughs> breathing in that beautiful ocean air. Can you miss, tell I miss Australia? And you have three jewelry shops, one after another. And they basically are selling the same shit. Say it's all crystal shit and you looking at it, you wouldn't know the difference. Well, why does the generator stop at one over the other? What would cause me to stop at one over the other is maybe the music that's playing. It might have rock music versus another one's playing Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I'm going to walk right on by the one playing Taylor Swift, but I'll stop at the one with rock music. Maybe how the person's dressed. So the person that I would stop at probably has tattoos, probably is dressed more like a rocker, maybe some funky makeup. That's who I'm going to stop at. And I, at that point, maybe I haven't even noticed what their jewelry looks like, but they have captured my attention and they themselves are the hook. That is what would stop my sacral. Whereas maybe someone else with three identical shops that they're walking past, it's the one with the person that's dressed in a beautiful flowy dress and the Taylor Swift music's playing. And it's got more of a fairy goddess spiritual vibe. Like you just feel like you could go and be transported to a feminine flow retreat immediately by stepping into this person's shop. And that's what's going to stop the scroll for someone else. Now, I want to say this is buying and behavior and psychology for everyone, regardless of design. The difference is it's that much more powerful for the generators because of that sacral. And the sacral is responding to everything. There was an analogy given at the International Human Design School, and I can't remember if it was raw. I think it was raw that used this analogy originally. However, it was a generator sees a poster for a play and they respond yes to it. So they go to the play and they hated the play. And they're like, I don't understand because I responded yes to this and I thought it was aligned. Well, maybe it was the colors on the poster they were responding to. Maybe it was an actor on the poster they were responding to. Maybe it was the font or something else on the poster, not necessarily the play itself. And that's also where a lot of generators get tied up with their sacral is they're not actually looking at what actually am I responding to. However, it's going to be that much more powerful because the generator is going to be walking by and they see that rocker with, you know, ACDC or Queen playing and it's like, yes, and they stop immediately, right? That's going to be that much stronger for someone with a sacral versus everyone else, although it is truly psychology in terms of buying. So this would apply to every design. So again, when you understand Aura, you understand marketing to type. This is something that's going to be big and branded by design. So generators are responding to everything. I want you to write that down. Generators are responding to everything. They're responding to the colors you use, the fonts, the pictures, the words you use. Anything can grab a sacral yes. It has nothing to do with your hook. Maybe you haven't even uttered a word yet. 
Maybe their volume isn't on and they're scrolling and they see you and they're like, I need to stop and learn more from this person. So number one, colors. Let's go over this. Like I said, the person may respond to more of the fairy goddess vibe, which to me kind of comes off as pastels or the reds and black rocker. But colors are going to stop the scroll. I'm going to be honest. I have never bought from neutral accounts or websites ever. I have never bought from a neutral colored website or marketing or accounts on Instagram ever, ever, ever. It does not stop my scroll. I think once I had a coach that uses more neutral colors, but I actually knew her personally before I ever saw her Instagram. So I was purchasing based off of her and the relationship we already had rather than her Instagram or, you know, if we want to call Instagram your storefront versus her storefront or website. The neon, for example, is the reason I buy from Noble. Noble is one of the sponsors of the CrossFit Games. It's one of the, you know, official clothing of the CrossFitter. But that's not why I bought from them. I went on, I love Reebok. That was the original (laughs) provider of CrossFit clothing. And that's when I got addicted to Reebok. I love Reebok. I went on their site first and they had all beiges and whites and blacks in their clothing. And I was like, what shit is this? I'm not wearing this shit. I don't care how in it is. Went on Nobles and it was all bright lime greens and yellows and pinks. And if you've seen my copy and if you've seen my marketing, it is all pinks and yellows and purples and lime greens. Shit, even my Olympic lifting shoes are those colors. So that's where I got all my clothes. It was a no brainer for me to pick Noble because neons are a sacral yes for me. Neons stop my scroll. And I actually just purchased my CrossFit shoes, so different than my weightlifting shoes, my CrossFit shoes from Reebok because they have neon nanos, which is, I have black with, I think it's red, or not red, pink, purple, and green on it, which is again, my brand colors. It's my life colors. It's who I be, baby. I'm neon, baby. So I'm always going to stop the scroll based on colors that are neon. So we want to make sure that your colors fully represent you because your colors fully representing you is what's going to stop the scroll. Your colors fully representing you are going to be that sacral yes without you even uttering a word. And where I see a lot of people get lost within this is they see, you know, a famous coach that has, say, black and gold, and they think they have to have black and gold so that they can grow their business. Or they see someone with pastels and they think they need pastels to grow their business. 100% of the time, allowing your particular brand of crazy, your freak flag to fly, even down to your copy, even down to the colors you use and how you're presenting yourself online is going to allow you to stand out and stop the scroll. So my question to you is, do your colors fully represent you? Or are your colors because you think you have to, need to, should? And I will be honest, I struggled for a long time and it was a big story I had for a long time that you could never nail me down with colors. I could never pick brand colors. And then I realized that I am the brand, first of all. We are the brand, you are the brand. And by me being more authentically me, I'm going to attract people that match that, people that I'm meant to work with, people that I can really have fun working with and provide epic transformations for. And it was actually working out one day And I have my weightlifting shoes. I've had them for four years, five years, maybe. No, probably longer than that. I think I've had them for 10 years. I think they're my OG lifting shoes. And they're purple, white, and lime green. And then I looked at my pants. 
and they had orange on them, bright orange. And then I looked at my shirt and had bright pink and purple on it. And I was like, shit, I live my brand colors every single day. And it was literally just a matter of taking the parts of me from my real, quote unquote, real life and who I be naturally and bringing them over into business. And that's really how I got over the hump of, you can't nail me down with brand color. <laughs> So I hope that helps someone if you're kind of a rebel soul like me and you're like, you'll never get me pinned down with colors. I just looked at who do I be? What are the colors I'm attracted to? And what colors do I consistently wear and bring into my life outside of business? Well, that matters in business. Not all of you is required in business, but that is a simple way to nail your colors so that you're getting a sacral yes from the right people. Number two, words are critically important. I've told this story multiple times, but I'm going to tell it here again because it is just such a beautiful example. I'm a generator. So I think one of the beautiful things about working with me, if you're another type, is you literally get an inside lens on what and how the sacral responds. So I once bought a tripwire for $47. I think it was off a retargeting ad. And one training in, the coach referred to herself as a basic bitch. She had shown up in the video in a tank top and a ponytail. It wasn't anything fancy and referring to herself as a basic bitch was in regards to her notes for the training were on a Google Drive document, wasn't a fancy PDF. I stopped the training, literally stopped the training. I don't think I've actually ever finished that tripwire. I messaged her, hired her, dropping over 70K in a year. And what got that sacral yes that she was my people was saying basic bitch. That's it. And I say this to my clients all the time. Do your words represent you? Not only do they represent you, are they words your dream clients who are also qualified clients? There's a difference between dream clients and qualified clients use as well, because if your qualified clients don't use those words, it doesn't matter if you do. And an example of that is I had someone a couple of years ago come to me and they're using the word maverick in all of their marketing. And I was like, oh, that's a really cool word. Where'd you come up with this? Do your people use it? Do you use it a lot? And she said, well, no, I just think it's a cool word. And I said, okay, so you don't use it in your normal language? No. Do your dream clients who are also qualified clients, do they use it? And she's like, actually, I don't even know if they would know what it is. So that was one of the biggest pillars of resistance we were meeting in her copywriting when she came to me and her marketing was she was marketing using words that was not stopping the scroll marketing using words that was not getting a sacral yes so words are going to be huge because that sacral yes for me was so strong I stopped in the middle of training and I went and I hired her and I purchased all of her most expensive shit I was like I just need to be in your world because I need to know how you are doing what you do at the level you are being a basic bitch because I'm a basic bitch. So the words matter. I want you to look at and journal around. Do your words represent you? And are they also words your dream clients use? And I would also encourage you to create a Google Drive document and just brain dump a bunch of brand words that are going to resonate with the right people and continually bring them through your content. Make them a part of your brand. And that's going to get that yes, that's going to stop the scroll from the right people. Number three, how you dress. Now here's the thing, 
Your business, your rules. One of the incredible things about building a personal brand online is that you don't have a boss telling you how you should or need to dress. Now, sometimes our not self mind is our boss, our inner boss, our inner critic telling us, you know, to be taken seriously, you have to dress like this or to get a result, you have to look like that online or to be whatever, right? All these stories the not self mind can attack us with. However, you get to truly write the dress code. And in fact, the more you show up as you and allow your freak flag to fly authentically and how you dress and how you show up that way, maybe even your makeup, you're going to wave the white flag for your people. So if you watch my most recent Instagram live, I'm showing up as my best rocker self. I have a barbed wire choker on, which yes, is true barbed wire and it pokes me in the throat. I have a rocker t-shirt with a wolf and a zombie on it that says bow to no one. Sorry if my voice changed, I'm looking down at my shirt and a gray hoodie and frizzy ass hair because it's humid and raining where I am. (laughs) Oh, and bright pink makeup with neon orange above the eyelid. So that is very intentional. I show up my best rocker, bright ass, mixed texture self to wave the white flag for other black sheep. Now, it doesn't mean that all of my people also dress like that or show up like that. It's just waving the white flag that, look, you get to be you and make mad bank. You get to be the black sheep and maybe dress differently or do your makeup differently or just show up so fucking authentically as you that one, it waves the white flag for the right people and repels the wrong people. So what I want you to look at is, is how you dress and if you wear makeup, your makeup a representative of who you are and stopping the scroll. Does how you show up represent who you are and stop the scroll? Now, this doesn't mean that you always have to show up like that. I actually have a 30 day live challenge that if you want, you can join in with me. It is June 12th and today is day one. However, you can join at any point in time. It's 30 days of live, no excuses. And one of the pieces that I'm promising you, and you're going to hear this in my live video over on Instagram that I did earlier today, one of the pieces that I'm promising you is I'm going to show up even on the messy days where I don't want to do my makeup, where I don't want to do my hair, where I'm a hot fucking mess, maybe out in the barns, we just had a medical emergency with one of the animals or something. That's one of my promises to you. So I'm not saying you have to show up perfectly all the time. However, how, how you are showing up, does that represent who you are and does it wave the right flag? Because again, here's the thing. A lot of people, and that's why the benefit of captions, a lot of people are listening on mute on their phones. They're maybe on the bus or they're on the go train or their, I don't know, partner's sleeping next to them or their kids are sleeping next to them or whatever the case may be. And they're doom scrolling on Instagram. They're doom scrolling on whatever platform it is. And their volume's off. That's why captions are so important. But the other thing we can keep in mind is it's not just the caption hook, the word hook that's catching people. What might also stop the scroll is you how you dress authentically as you with the makeup you would put on, et cetera, et cetera. And that stops the scroll. And even if they can't, even if there's not captions, because I haven't figured out how to put captions on live video on Instagram yet. I don't think you can. They might save it and listen to it later, or they might stop and follow you and make a mental note to listen to it later. You yourself, who you be naturally and authentically stopped the scroll and got that uh aha, that yes, that damn bitch, you are my people. I need to learn more about you. How you dress is going to matter. Does it represent who you are? And that's also why 
for myself, I make a point to show up in my Instagram stories a hot mess. Sometimes you guys will see me show up first thing in the morning. I'm still like puffy eyed because I just rolled out of bed and I'm going to take care of the animals on the farm. That's all very intentional because I personally want to be a hell no for people that expect me to show up perfect and polished all the time and always say the right thing and be this perfect illusion of leadership because it is an illusion. Everyone is human. Everyone fucks up. I want to be making sure that my content is drawing the line in the sand and repelling the wrong people. And that's one way that I do that as well. So how does how do you show up and does that represent who you are so that you are getting a yes from the right people and a hell fucking no from the wrong people and you're naturally dividing your audience? And what I always say, just to wrap this up, guys, I'm going to keep this, you know, it's under an hour, so this is short for me, <laughs> is we always have to start with leveraging you. And I feel a big piece of the work I do with a lot of my clients is bringing the layers back of all the should, need, have to, because a lot of people aren't showing up authentically as them. They're showing up as a version of self they think they need to be or have to be to be successful online. And I actually found that a lot of circles I would be in, for example, masterminds, was with people that weren't like me. And so I started to pick up these traits of how I should, need, or have to show up that weren't actually me. And every time I did that in business, things got really fucking hard. Either it was issues on the back end of the business because I was attracting the wrong people, the customer service team was inundated with shit because I was attracting the wrong people, or just money flow and my message getting heard stopped and everything became harder than I knew it was meant to be. So we really have to start with you leveraging you and you willing and having the willingness to bring your authentic voice to your copywriting and marketing. Because if we aren't first, starting with your authentic voice and your copy and marketing, there is no copywriting magic in the world that's going to save you. It's like people that do not have a proven product, do not have a proven message, and then they go and run ads to get their message in front of more people. And it's like, but that's not proven. You can't even convert the people that know you with that shit. You can't just put ads to it and expect it's going to make you money. It doesn't work that way. Same thing with copywriting and marketing in terms of stopping the scroll for the right people. You can't just throw copywriting magic or as I often say with my clients, you can't rule shit in glitter and call it gold. People can smell it's still shit. So you can't rule a message that isn't you and copywriting glitter and present it to people as authentic you and unfiltered you. People can smell that from a mile away because your energy speaks before you do. We must start with leveraging you. And again, this doesn't mean that all of you is required in your business. And this is where I think a lot of people get very confused as they're trying to fit all of their passions, everything they know into their business. It means cultivating your brand the way Beyonce cultivated Sasha Fierce. What is required in your business to be amplified? What aspects of self need to be amplified within your personal brand and leave out the rest? So the final question I have for you today is what does your brand need more of to stand out and to get a sacral yes to stop? the scroll. What does your brand need more of to stand out and get a sacral yes to stop the scroll? Now, it might also, the flip side of that question is, what does your brand need less of maybe to stand out and stop the scroll? So you could look at that question both ways. What does it need more of and what does it need less of? Because there might be some aspects, say you're trying to be the jack of all trades and you're bringing in your 45 passions and trying to create a brand based off of that. Well, that's going to cause a lot of resistance in your business. I always say we need to look at the smallest viable niche. That is how people scale their business 
in ways that make no logical sense. They are creating connections and community in the smallest viable niche as the go-to expert. So you can also look at what's your brand need less of to stand out and stop the scroll. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give it a share. Tag me over on Instagram at I am Ashley Brianna Eve and share the love with someone else. I really pour my heart and soul into these episodes and hope that each episode turns into a mini training as if you had paid for it. And I always feel like that energetic exchange is sharing the podcast with someone that you love and know could benefit from it. All right, my friends, I'll see you over on Instagram and I hope you have a great day. Till the next one. Thank you for listening to Brand by Design. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and give me a tag over on Instagram at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. If you'd like to learn more about ways to work together, please go to ashleybriannaeve.com or reach out to support at ashleybriannaeve.com to discuss your individual, team, or business one-on-one consulting desires and needs. I'll see you in the next episode.